Hello and welcome to a uh, hot take, quick hit uh, impressions, whatever you want to call it, uh, of the Lord of the Rings uh, Lego set of Rivendell that was just announced um, by Lego Company, Lego Group. What a surprise, right? Um, and I am Bartley. I'm joined by... Uh, Matt, I almost called you Shallon because I'm so used to doing dirty takes. It's, no, it's uh, Thanatopsis Matt from Matt's Matt's fame. And as I said, oh, we are <laughs> uh, we are here to discuss this uh, Ionic set of Rivendell. I would really prefer if it was a bit uh, more Doric. Um, it's just a bit more of my style than Ionic. I don't really know about you, Matt. Um, if anyone's gonna get that joke. I had to search those words real quick. Um, <laughs> that's a, that's a Greek architecture joke. Yeah, yeah, comments. I see that right here. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, you, uh, the joke is that you've been uh, talking a lot about everybody in their uh, ad read has to call it iconic. So, I oh yes, call it ionic instead of iconic. <laughs> uh, I actually thought joke, my speaker so hiccup for a second. I didn't hear the word properly. <laughs> Uh, that's funny. Uh, that's, that's how I want it to be. Um, so, uh, I just got done recording the main show. This is a little crazy here. Uh, Matt, I guess let's just clear. I'm just clear here. What do you think about it? Um, oh. I, I guess I should mention also it's five hundred dollars, four ninety nine. This is the price point. So. <laughs> <laughs> and like um, the most important point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When I just co- put my thumb over the price and just look at the set. Um, it's it's really awesome. Like in a world where Lego makes lots of gray Star Wars ships, gray castles, the, <laughs> yeah. the 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 splendor and brilliance of Rivendell is present there. I mean, there's a good color palette. It looks really nice. Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, it's so vibrant. I think you know it's funny. Earlier today in uh, chat, we were making fun of like the stock photos where it's like the centerpiece of a person's living room or whatever, these really weird spots. But, like, this one actually, because of the colored pop, it actually, like, looks good, I think, out. Whereas, I think, as you said, I mean, I like castles, I like Star Wars, but, yeah, it's a lot of, uh, there's not a lot of um, these, like, earthy tones, I guess is the way I would put it, mm-hmm. right? Greens and yeah. yellows and oranges. Um, so yeah, it looks very nice. Uh, looks very elaborate. Looks like a lot of pieces. Um Comes out on March six thousand. Mention that, yeah, yeah. That's a lot, a lot of pieces. Um, but yeah, I mean, the elephant of the room is that I the price is so prohibitively. Yeah. Expensive. So like, so here's my take on that price. If you okay. if you compare what we're looking at here, the number mm-hmm. of pieces, which it, it's hard with number of pieces because piece size changes, but if you compare the the volume. The shaping, the number of minifigures, it is priced fairly relative to other Lego sets. Um, So it's not like Lego's trying to get us for an extra 50, 100 bucks for some (laughs) reason. It's it's fair relative to other large sets. Um, Now, whether you think Lego pricing is fair to start with is a whole other conversation. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I was curious about that, which you were going to... I'm so glad you talked about that, because I wanted to ask you, you know, comparatively, of course, throwing out the, um, what we think, you know, a hunk of plastic is worth, but comparatively to the other ones, is it worth it? And it it's good to hear that, like, 
for a set that because this this is the first time they've had Rivendell, right? And the old ones they did not. I don't think. Oh no, there were there was a very small Council of Elrond okay. set that came out in like 2013, maybe. Okay, ten years ago. But it was. Yeah. It it was not the full Rivendell, was it? Just like was no, just it, a, it was like a thirty or forty dollars set at most. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, to to get a cool like this is a cool building. It's so like mm-hmm. I, I I know that's like such a base thing to say, but it does look cool and um. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I do quite like. I do think it looks very interesting, and it's it's good to hear that like, it doesn't, as you said, they're not kind of trying to rip people off. Where it's like, oh, we've never released it before. We haven't done Lord of the Rings in a long time. Let's, you know, choose it ten, twenty, thirty percent of the price because we know people will pay for it because it hasn't been out for mm-hmm. so long and it's never been done. It's it's good to know at least that like. As as you, I consider you a Lego expert. I don't know if I, I consider you a Lego historian um, exactly, <laughs> but um, I, I need to check your um, your diplomas. Uh, oh sure. See see if it's a, a legitimate um, uh, accrediting uh, university. But mm-hmm. uh, it's it's good to know that from hearing from you that you think it's um, equal value, I guess, to others. Yeah, yeah. So. Um. But uh, there was a lot of debate uh, when this was first spoiled on whether it would be a what's called a micro-scale uh, design. So that would be the entire city of Rivendell in the same footprint. Or if it would be minifigure scale, which is what we got. Um, and minifigure scale allows us to have all those iconic scenes from the movies. <laughs> like, uh, yes. um, you know, like, there's the Council of Elrond in the center... There's the scene with Bormir, Aragorn, with Narsil. There's the, um, the what would they call that, a gazebo? Um, yeah. With, uh, yeah, Arwen and Aragorn. Uh, there's the reforging. You can have Master of the Forge reforge the sword. Um, <laughs> I remember him from the movies. Yeah, my favorite character, Master of the Forge. <laughs> Definitely remember him. <laughs> I mean, he's in there. You see his hammer swinging. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. He does, he does show up. <laughs> More lights and more screen than Glorfindel, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you can you can recreate that moment, that slow motion moment where Frodo wakes up and all of his friends slow motion hug him at the end of Return of the King. <laughs> oh, I I think you should have to throw your Lego set into the trash if you do that one. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, uh, you you could maybe do that funny scene where uh, Bilbo tries to grab the ring and it scares everybody. <laughs> uh, so yeah. That that is in here. Um, most Lego minifigs these days have alternate faces on the back side of their head. Um, so there's a normal Bilbo, and then you can rotate his head around and get the scary faced Bilbo. Oh, really? No way! I didn't even. I haven't even seen that in these pictures that uh, have appeared. Yeah, wow, that is awesome. One of the pictures shows that it's the it's where the minifigs are all sitting on a tabletop. Um, yeah. Oh, it's okay. Oh yes, I see it now. Here, I am zooming in. Yep, he does have. They actually control. have him looking at the ring, <laughs> mm-hmm. making that face. Oh. Um, but yeah, while we're on the subject of those minifigs, um, overall, if if you're a collector of the ones from a decade ago, uh, the hobbits now have bare feet. Uh, Ten years ago, they they had colored oh. like shoes on or whatever. Um, and uh, yeah. Um, the only, uh, I'm not going to say it's a bad choice, but the one that I thought was curious is Glowin 
made the cut for the minifigs, which is cool, you know, got him, got Gimli's dad in there. But uh, I would say that if you, you show those minifigs to a bunch of people randomly, you know, Lord of the Rings fans, like he's the one people won't recognize. <laughs> yeah, I don't like because because like Lloyd is at the at the council of Elrond in the movie, so you do see him at mm-hmm. least. But it's like, I mean, if you're gonna give an obscure character, honestly, I've joked about him. I would have wanted Glorfindel. <laughs> like, yeah. if you're gonna give me the, like character nobody's gonna know that's hasn't read the books or isn't like really into it, give me freaking Glorfindel, man. Like, come on. I know it's an elf, and people would just be like, "It's just another elf." But <laughs> that's my disappointment. Of these fellow. All the other, uh, sorry. The question I'm trying to ask you is: all the other fellowship characters have been released previously. Is that correct, though? In the old sets from yeah, in, in the old sets from ten plus years ago, you, you had to buy like four or five sets, but you could collect the whole fellowship. Yeah. Okay, so one of the big deals here is then, of course, you buy this one set and you get them all. That's yeah. Is that I'm, I I have to guess that's part of why it's so expensive because, um. What I've learned, as you've taught me, is that the minifigures are the juice, <laughs> you could say. <laughs> uh, um, do you have one in particular here that you are a really big fan of that you really... I, I don't know, because I don't... I only have... Um, we're going to come back, we're going to do like a, a longer in-depth one, because like, it's very hot takey here. Yep. So I only have one set, and it's the Shelob one, so I don't have a lot of experience looking at them much so uh is there one here that you're like wow i can't i'm so happy they look like this because previously you weren't a huge fan of it or is there one that you're like boy they kind of downgraded or something i I, like i said i don't know is there any impression oh sure yeah i'll go down a bit of a rabbit hole of this and say that it's that it's uh a tie between gandalf and elrond um back when those figures were originally created they were given traditional Lego legs. Um, okay. And since and and Lego has always had this kind of slope piece to represent a dress or a skirt or robes, um, but more recently they've kind of reshaped that to make it look a lot better than it has. And Gandalf and Elrond um, and Arwen uh, all received that treatment. But the printing on those row pieces just looks really, really cool, really good. Yeah, so those are my top two. Okay, I, I can believe I, I've lo- I've been looking at Elrond, and I'm the, it's like he looks very detailed. <laughs> I'm like, mm-hmm. wow, he's got a lot of um, just lines on him and like texturing and coloring. And I'm like, because mm-hmm. uh, yeah, some of the other ones like Aragorn, he looks very plain. He's just in like some brown stuff. So it's like, yeah. yeah, yeah, you know. Um, so. Yeah, I uh, I think it looks cool. Uh, is there a particular s- section of it that you think is maybe like your favorite? You know, we were talking about the different scenes that you can look at, reenact, yeah. whatever, whatever you want to say. So, so the, the biggest struggle with this set, I think, for a lot of people would be is, well, it, once you get past the price, if you've chosen to buy it, <laughs> is, <laughs> is uh, how do you display it? Because it's so long and so wide and so tall. Um, mm-hmm. But the Council of Elrond, the ring uh, and the tree, uh, the ring of chairs, they it pops out of the set and is its own little display piece. So mm-hmm. if you wanted to like bring the set to work to put on your desk, you're not bringing the whole thing, but you 
<laughs> but you can bring the council ring and and uh, and separate that from the rest, and then you know store it in a more convenient location. Yeah, I'm gonna um, bring this part that, of this five hundred dollar toy to work. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> like two hundred. But, but more specifically, <laughs> that uh, that council ring. Um, there's some there's some printed tiles, and then the construction of the little podium where the one ring sits. It's really cleverly done how they put that all together, and it looks really good. Um, and okay, so the, every video you look on YouTube about this set, they all mention this, but it's cool, and I got to mention it here. The chairs are made out of recolored popsicles and hot dogs. Oh, wow. That's actually really interesting. Yeah, I the chair backs that, are... That's pretty yeah. cool. Chair backs are popsicles, and then the arms are hot dogs. Um, but when they're colored brown, you, you have to kind of squint to know. Wow, okay, I'm looking at this, cl- I'm looking at this now, and it's like, okay, I can kind of see, see it a little bit, but yeah, I had no clue. They just, I was like, wow, I wonder if they made, like... I don't remember these like uh, bent arches or whatever, so small like mm-hmm. that. And I was like, what, what are they? so hot dogs? Huh? Interesting. Very cool. Um, I probably would agree off the top of my head. I think the Council of Elrond, uh, the as you mentioned, the platform or whatever, the balcony, whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it, that they're on the circle, looks very interesting. Yep. And um, as you mentioned, got the cool colored tiles and looks great. Um, so There's also. Oh, sorry to interrupt. There's also a pair of deep cuts on the backside for the lore fans. Because um, they have the Lego-fied artwork, um, minifig scale artwork on the backside of the structure. Um, so the large one is Sauron at the battle. Um, what was that battle even called? Shoot. The last alliance this... of Menonel is there. Okay. Uh, is this... Can I see this in the picture with uh, the shards of Narsil? Yes. Paintings. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that's the one everyone should recognize. But to the left and right of the shards of Narsil, I think is Gondolin, and I think is Arendelle's ship. Um, which that I think that those two are for the super fans. That's interesting. I would uh not have. Yeah, I'm looking at them now. Okay, I I think I can believe it. it's it's. It is hard to tell. Um, these pictures are not. I'm, I'm even looking at kind of like the close up of it. It's still kind of difficult to tell, but mm-hmm. I think I could believe that. Um, yeah, a lot of. So, so this gives this gets a pass from you as far as you're like as a lore fan, you would give this like a passing grade. I don't know what <laughs> it sounds like. Is that right? I think that's fair. Uh, if you look at like um, Tolkien's depictions of uh, Rivendell, and then the Peter Jackson depictions of it, um, you know, it it's it's Legoified, but that's what we want out of a Lego set, Legofication. But you can also tell, like like a Lord of the Rings fan that doesn't know this Lego exists walks into room and sees it, they know it's Rivendell. Yes, which is important because if it didn't, if it just looked like some generic fantasy castle or whatever, you'd be like, "Why did I pay five hundred dollars for something that they can't tell is Rivendell?" So yeah. uh, <laughs> that would be crushing and disappointing. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I would give it a good grade as well. I also, as I, as I said many times, I like it. it. Looks great. I think it looks awesome. Um, you also like it. The big question that we've already answered answered. Are you going to get it? 
Um, right now the answer is no, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's oh, that, shocking. That leaves the door open. Yeah, uh, I, I I don't know if that's shocking to you or not because I've been talking about it a lot. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I uh, I purchased the Pirates of Barracuda Bay set a couple years ago, which is a remake of a classic pirate ship from the early '90s. I think I paid two hundred for it, maybe two twenty-five. I don't remember, but I felt terrible spending that much money on a Lego. Like it felt wrong, <laughs> and this is and, and and it felt wrong because you know where that pirate ship's at now. <laughs> it's like in bagged, the basement, probably at the bagged up in a closet. <laughs> it's not Ugh. even put together because I Ugh. I couldn't figure out where to put it. So, um, so like I love. Looking at this, thinking about it, I'd love to build it. I just can't, like, if I had a good way to store it and a good place to put it, it'd be a little easier for me to broach the subject of spending 500 But right now, it's I build it, I play with it, and I pack it up, and then that's it. And that's not worth 500 That's tough. Okay, I think that's a reasonable... Uh, yes, because I'm surprised you were just telling me straight up no, but I think that's a reasonable reason. Uh, reason to say like I wouldn't actually have any place to, to put it or display it because it is it is of course you want to play with it but it is a very much a display one and if you can't display it uh, what's it doing um, right uh, yep. answer for me is no <laughs> no way I can afford $500 for this Lego set I, I need my $500 uh, so I can get groceries um, <laughs> <laughs> so um would I like it? Of course, yes. Um, mm-hmm. I also would currently have no place to really display it in this apartment. Um, at my childhood home that we sold that I grew up at, I definitely would have had um, some places where I could have had a, a room where I could have put the Legos up for display because that was a pretty big house. But um, And I would have moved out, so I would have not have been in there. <laughs> uh, but no, no place for me either, so. Sad to say, neither of us going to get it as of now. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe if Matt can kind of spin some sort of pitch to his wife about an addition to the house that could be like a multi-purpose room, uh, maybe then you know, um, mm-hmm. got to spend two thousand dollars to add on to buy this five hundred dollar Lego set. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> we'll uh, we'll keep the listeners informed if that is ever the case. Uh, All right. So uh, we will bounce out now, and we will come back with a more in-depth talk. We'll kind of. Uh, do a little bit more breakdown of um, more of the the set and some of our thoughts on it. Uh, but that was our hot take. I hope you guys enjoy it. Um, yeah, take a look at it. Uh, just eye candy it and uh, imagine what it would be like to be able to afford it. <laughs> Thanks, Brad.